Thanks for listening to Resume Restoration's podcast, where we share tips, tricks, and tools to help job seekers successfully navigate their search for a fulfilling career. At Resume Restoration, we provide expertise in developing impactful content and presenting it in an eye-catching professional design format. I'm your host, Clementine, and today we will be discussing the top three questions that I am asked about LinkedIn. It's fair to say that I think LinkedIn is one of the greatest tools at a job seeker's disposal at the moment. So here are my top three frequently asked questions about LinkedIn. Number one, is it just a duplicate of my resume? Number two, do I need to pay for premium? And number three, how much does who you network with really matter? The absolute number one question that I'm asked about LinkedIn is, is it meant to be a duplication of my resume? Well, that depends on what type of work you're applying for. To speak in absolutes, we can classify job seekers into two different groups. Number one, those who are staying in their lane and applying for jobs that directly reflect their professional experience. And number two, those who might be pivoting their career or are open to pivot. These job seekers might be applying for more than one type of job opportunity. So let's call the person number one, person A. You're a project manager within oil and gas and you're only applying for the same type of position, then you are staying in your lane. Let's call the pivoter person B. If you are an experienced medical office assistant uh, out of work at the moment, you might likely be applying for medical office assistant positions while also applying for positions in other areas of interest, such as research as a research assistant. Okay, so let's talk about person A first, the person who is staying in their lane. Likely person A has one resume and it should not need to be tweaked. It should be a strong reflection of their experience. And for this job seeker, yeah, their LinkedIn is ultimately a duplication of their resume. Remember, LinkedIn is another way recruiters are looking at you, your qualifications, your experience, your skills. It's in your best interest to share any relevant information And this can be a direct copy and paste from your resume. Ultimately, your resume should go into a little bit more detail, but there's no harm in copying and pasting one or two of your position descriptors from your resume and putting them in your LinkedIn. Now let's look at person B, our pivoter, our job seeker who's applying for more than one type of job. This job seeker likely has one resume targeted for each type of job they're applying for. They likely have a resume that's targeted for medical office assistant applications, and they likely would have a separate resume for research assistant positions. It would not necessarily be in this person's best interest for their LinkedIn to reflect just one of these roles. How would I feel if I was a recruiter and received a really strong research assistant application and took a look at their LinkedIn and found that it was completely geared for a medical office assistant? It might be a little bit confusing. So if you're applying for different types of work, it's in your best interest to keep your profile a little bit more vague and not as targeted. And there are ways you can do this. So for example, in your LinkedIn headline, you can include both job titles, medical office assistant, line, experienced research assistant. Okay, now comes question number two. Do I need to pay for a premium account? There are benefits to having a premium or paid account. You can see who's looking at your profile and you can send more in-mails. If you are going to take advantage of these benefits, then yes, a paid account can be beneficial. 
So how do people take advantage of this? Well, a job seeker might see that a recruiter looked at their profile but did not send them a message. If you have a premium paid account, then you will see that it was Joe the recruiter. And if you're interested in exploring, you could send Joe a message back initiating a conversation. And it would sound something like, Hi Joe, thanks for taking a look at my profile. I'm currently open to exploring uh, potential opportunities and wanted to connect and see if you currently have any positions that might be a fit. Many thanks, Clementine. Inmails are the LinkedIn messages that you can send to people who you are currently not connected to. You might want to reach out to someone who works at a company that you're interested in applying for or someone who has utilized their academic training in an interesting way and successfully broken into a different industry. And you would like to see if they'd be willing to provide you with some guidance on how you might follow a similar path. All this being said, if you are not going to take advantage of these benefits, then a free account works great. And there are a few ways you can use the capabilities of the free account. So for example, if you're not connected with a certain professional yet, when you send them a request to connect, you're able to include a succinct message. Take advantage of this. Say who you are and why you're connecting. And this is how you get around the in-mail problem. Okay, question number three, our final question. How much does who you network with really matter? LinkedIn is a system broken into three levels of connection. Level one connections are the people you request or who request you to connect with. These ultimately should be people that you know professionally or who are in the same field uh, or have some common interest with you. Second degree connections are all of the people who are connected to your first degree connections. And you'll see a little number two second next to these people's names when you search them on LinkedIn. And then finally, third degree connections are all the people who are connected to your second degree connections. And again, you'll see a little third next to these people's names. When you post on LinkedIn and one of your first degree connections likes your post, then when they select that they like, they automatically share that with their network. And you might come up on these people's profiles who might be interested in you, might be interested in your qualifications, your experience, and then add you. And it allows you to expand your network without too much effort. Ultimately, you want to keep your LinkedIn network, your first degree connections to people you know or who share a similar interest or are in a similar field to you. People who can be advantageous for you to network with. The goal is to build a network that is valuable. Professionals who can support you, provide guidance, and offer career or job search assistance. LinkedIn is an extension of your professional brand. Join us next time as we explore why your professional brand is important. Thank you for listening to this episode of Resume Restorations Podcast.